Welcome to the Developer's Road, and this is Launch Week. Developer's Road is dedicated to helping developers discover and build the next version of their career. Join me as we hear the stories, the views, and the predictions from some of the top industry leaders and discover how to use their successes and failures as a roadmap for our own careers. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and to check us out at developersroad.com. Now it's time for a story from the Developer's Road. All right. Well, welcome back to the Developer's Road podcast. And today I have Tim Huckabee with me. Thanks, Tim, for joining me. How are you doing today? Uh, excellent. Now that I'm talking to you, Tony. Excellent. Yeah. I always love my conversations with Tim. We <laughs> never know where they're going to go, but they're always right. entertaining. We've known each other for a long time, too, haven't we? We have. I was actually talking with uh, Woody uh, the other day uh, for another episode and was talking about his deep fried bites parties he had at M- the MVP Summit, which is... Yeah. The first one I crashed in my first summit, which would be the night that I met you. So is that uh, right? I love that guy. Oh yeah, he's uh, great. great guy, great guy. Yeah, I remember you kind of. Are we just bumping into each other at the bar or something? Or you walked up to me and said, "Hey, I'm Tony." Or it, it's not yeah. like we were introduced. We just kind of said, "Hey, we're the only people drinking here." <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was. <be> friends. <laughs> it was my first summit. My first. Um, you know, I was working the whole networking thing and having a little bit of liquid courage. Well, you know, at some point tonight, I have to go up and meet that, you know, introduce myself to Tim. So <laughs> and the rest is history. The rest is history. That has to be at least a decade ago. Oh, easily. It was probably right around a decade. Okay. Beautiful. But, Friends ever since. Yep. It's been fun. Um, all right. So we are doing, this is one of uh, kind of wrapping up the end of our launch week. And so I got Tim here to kind of help me out with this. And uh, we're going to, as, if you've been listening to the other episodes, we've kind of, each one of our guests have been answering kind of the same question to get us going, which is, you know, it's 2020. It's been an interesting year. Um, and there's been a lot of ups and downs across, you know, all industries, but the development industry has definitely seen a share. So with people taking the time to kind of rethink and relook at their careers and just kind of looking at what's next or what's, you know, what's might be on the horizon for them. What are your thoughts on what developers should be focused on kind of their number one go-to thing for looking at their careers going down the road? Well, you know, for an old guy like me, that's a, that's a tough one. And, and it's just because, you know, I've been doing this so long and things are so different that I, you know, I have to overcome stereotypes because languages are languages are languages. All right. You know, but, we, we get, as developers, we get an affinity to a certain language and we get bigoted, but you know what, in, in next year, there's going to be something better or, or more interesting or things like that. So, you know, I, I, I think today's young developer really isn't like the developers that we were, that were, you know, I used to know people that were so hung up on VB.net that, you know, right. they would quit. They would quit if they had to do C sharp and, and vice versa. Um, Nowadays, man, because of the client side of the web and so many JavaScript libraries and, you know, we're really piecing together web applications as opposed to, to you know, writing components like we used to. And I, I just think that the, this younger generation, I have gray hair too, I'm 58 years old. So uh, I think this younger generation has already figured out that, you know, you, you can't just have affinity to one thing and be that expert. Because if anything, the developer world is changing even faster than it did when, when we launched .NET in 2000 and 
2003, arguably 2001, but you know, the, the official launch was in 2003. So my, I would say my guidance, long-winded answer, isn't you know, what tech platform or JavaScript library or, or you know, some other tech thing. It's learn to work in a team virtually, which, which and the only reason I say that is because that's been the most difficult thing for me personally. We were just talking before you press record about how it's been difficult for me because I miss the engineers. I miss the cooler talk in the office. You know, that the chatting in teams and, and the conference calls like this one serve a, a, an important purpose, but man, I miss that human interaction. And it just seems to me, at least in internology, the engineers that thrive are the ones that have figured out and are experts at communicating virtually and working in a team. There's plenty of, you know, single guy and single gal consultants out there that'll do just fine. But to build enterprise software in a team virtually really presses the lifecycle tools that we have. They're out there. Um, um, So there's, there's, take it with a grain (laughs) of salt that, that is my answer to your question. Learn how to communicate in a team virtually. And, and, and it seems so trite and obvious, but it isn't. You know, there's so much subtlety in email, and chatting and stuff like that. It, it's just not the same as humans talking to each other and reading body language and things like that. So there you go. Very true. Yeah. It's um, since I do most of my work remote and, you know, work with teams, it's, it's difficult, especially if you only have one, if it's a partial virtual and partial, you know, if most people are in the office and you've got one or two or three virtual, it's a tough, that's a tough thing to overcome. And it takes a strong team to be able to do it. So, so tell me this, I don't know how much time we have for this, but, but you work on internology teams, Yep. right? So maybe I should shove the question back at you. How, how do you communicate you know, you're building enterprise software for a very large company, very successful company on an internology team. How do you guys communicate? It's got to be teams, right? At some level. Yeah. I mean, definitely teams. Um, there's, you know, a lot of messaging stuff, a lot more phone calls now, you know, because since with all this, see, I've the, in the past when I worked in internology, I've pretty much been the only one that's remote and most of the teams in the office. So right. now everything's, kind of, everything's shifted. Great point. Yeah. So, and now with everything shifted, everyone's remote, you know, and everybody's working from home. So it's, it's definitely for me, it's easier because I think the team overall understands, gets a little bit better understanding now of the differences of, you know, how it's, it's tougher to communicate. You've got to put that extra effort in. I think that's what it is, is you have to make that conscious effort to communicate versus it's easy when you're in the office, you know, it is just right. like, get to go get some water and Hey, you know, let's chat about this and that where it's very easy to kind of get in your hole. And when you're working, you know, virtually right. and not reach out to somebody and then it doesn't take long for that communicate communication gap to work. So I think the biggest thing is you say, I mean, you, you've got to use the tools, you know, you've got to use teams, you've got to use all that, but you have to make that conscious effort of, even if it's, you know, it's mid morning. I haven't reached out to other people on the team. I just need to reach out. Even if you've got to come up with something to reach Be out. Be proactive. About. Yeah. So That's tell cool. me this. Now I've turned into the interviewer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, do you guys turn your video on? 
typically not. We start. It seemed like it was at the beginning people did more, and then it kind of faded out. So, like one of your uh, the project I'm on the um, the client, he's definitely a lot more of one, and he wants the video on. So when yeah, yeah. On, so I'll I'll turn the video on and such whenever he has it. But for the team, originally they did, but then you kind of saw it kind of edge out over over the time now some of them i think it's just a internet speed issue also just hard to keep things going but right 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 um, right yeah sometimes the video will ruin the conversation so you turn it off for that reason the only reason i ask is you know i'm embarrassed to say that most of the the conference calls i do nowadays are business related with business people mm -hmm. as opposed to technology and there's this interesting norm that's developing in, in that if there's a group of people and they start a Teams call or Zoom call like this and everyone's video is on, but as soon as the meeting kind of starts, everyone turns their video off. And <laughs> except for me, because I don't notice, I'm like, wait a minute, everyone, oh, I'm, suppo I'm supposed to turn my video off. I, just, I, I find that odd. The other one is the early morning conference calls, you know, that you know, I have to deal with the East Coast and the three-hour time difference. So, I'm, you know, I'm doing conference calls at 6 a.m. very frequently. And there's a lot of people who don't want to be seen that early. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, I don't care, right? But yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Cool. All right. Well, Tim, I appreciate it. Um, and Tim, as uh, with the rest of the crew that's here for launch week, is going to be back for another episode. So make sure you check that out. Um, Tim, I know you speak all over the place and things you do. You have uh, where's the best place for people to reach you? Social media or uh, out oh, there to well. communicate with Just me? Communicate it. Yep. Uh, well, if you don't want to write anything down and can remember timhuckabee.com, you definitely can track me down off timhuckabee.com. All right. um, but remember, I'm an old guy, so I still email <laughs> and, uh, you know, which means I answer a couple hundred emails a day uh, and that's Tim H at internology.com always works. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll get that out there in the show notes as well. Again, thanks, Tim. And we'll see you on the next episode. Cool. Later, Tony. Thank you for joining us on the developer's road. If you like this episode, please make sure to give it a like and leave us a comment. Make sure to subscribe to the Developer's Road so you don't miss an episode. And to go to developersroad.com to keep up to date with everything going on with this podcast and much, much more. Until next time, keep one arm out the window, the wind in your hair, and I'll see you somewhere down the Developer's Road.